My name is Jeremy Jenkins. I'm the environmental manager for the Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District. Welcome to the Liberty Lake Deep Dive, where because of the topic of today's program, we had several requests for me to switch the theme song to my personal performance of the 1955 Roger Williams piano classic, The Autumn Leaves. And part of the reason we are not doing that is because somebody misplaced the baby grand piano that's always in City Hall. Anyway, for this show, Jeremy Jenkins is going to tell you all you need to know about the very popular Leaf and Beach drop-off program that the Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District makes available for residents each fall. In the coming minutes, you will learn when and where you can take part, as well as why this program even exists in the first place. I'll tell you right now, folks, it has to do with science. And you'll also find out how the program has grown and changed over the years and why. I'm David Gaynor here in the vast broadcast studios of City Hall, and we will get into our conversation with Jeremy right after we hear from Summer Darrow of the Community Engagement Commission with today's Know Your Liberty Lake trivia question. This is Summer Darrow of the Community Engagement Commission. What special anniversary has the Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District been observing during 2023? Is this the year of its 20th anniversary, 30th anniversary, 40th anniversary, or 50th anniversary? Stay with us for the end of this show for the answer. Jeremy Jenkins, environmental manager. What does that mean? I am in charge of all things environmental with the uh, sewer and water district from surface water management of Liberty Lake to groundwater management of our Spokane Valley Rafter and Prairie Aquifer, our sole source of drinking water, as well as stormwater issues in the watershed and pretty much everything water around here. Started there when? I started with the district in 2013. Did you grow up in the area? No, I I grew up in Wisconsin, land of 14,000 lakes, grew up with lakes and rivers all around me. You know your water. I I (laughs) loved every single second of that and uh, came out west for graduate school in Moscow and just loved the region and didn't want to leave. What do people need to know about the 2023 Leaf and Beach Drop-Off program? Residents of the City of Liberty Lake and Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District customers are allowed to drop off their yard waste at our wastewater treatment plant facility off of Harvard Road freely for the entire month of November. Starts November 1st or? Starts October 30th, last Monday of October through the end of November, yes. When is the facility open? We have the, the gates open dawn to dusk. The field will be open for dumping dawn to dusk, Monday through Sunday. Jeremy, what can people drop off during this period? You may bring yard waste, either bagged or unbagged, to our facility, but we would like people to limit their materials to leaves, yard and garden vegetation, pine needles, and grass clippings. When you say bagged or unbagged, are people able to dump the whole bag with the bag when they get there, or do they need to remove it from the bag? All of these scenarios, we would appreciate it if you could unbag the items, but we do work with the sheriff's work crew to help us clean up the field after all of this is dumped. Their workers go and cut all of the bags off the leaves that are remaining in the field. I've done that. It's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) And what is the nature of the beach drop-off materials? Are we talking seaweed? 
that gets down to why we started this program. Lake weeds that, that wash up on the beach. It's far better for our water quality in Liberty Lake to remove those from the watershed and compost them not in the lake. Is this just material that's off of the property owner's beach area that people are bringing in? Yeah, so 99% of the shoreline of Liberty Lake is privately owned. So all of those homeowners, it's their responsibility to clean up their beaches. You want vegetation, you don't want beach animals, (laughs) (laughs) old beach furniture. No, none of those extra waste pieces. We're talking about compostable natural waste is what we uh, would like to see dropped off. And I looked at the website, I'm seeing as far as materials, you don't want no rocks. Yep. No rocks, no stumps, no root balls, no trees, branches, or limbs. No, we don't want shrubs. We don't want sod. We don't want pumpkins. Do people bring pumpkins this time of year? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and a lot of our rules have have stemmed from when we would pick these things up. We didn't really want to be picking up 100-pound bags of dirt and and things like that. But it composts down in our field much better when it's light, airy-type things. They break down real fast. No newspapers. No newspapers. No trash. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We just want compostable yard waste. Now, there's a science reason for doing all this, correct? There is a science reason. The Sewer and Water District is responsible for phosphorus management in a few different realms. And yard waste is a carrier of phosphorus. And when leaves decay, they give off phosphorus. So this whole program is to remove phosphorus, essentially phosphorus from the Liberty Lake watershed. And in this process, we have collected samples of leaf bags. We essentially composted them down in a lab and measured how much phosphorus each of those bags came up with. Through that, we estimate how much phosphorus is actually removed from the lake. One pound of phosphorus can support 500 pounds of algae growth. If you put an infinite amount of phosphorus in a water body, the algae are going to take advantage of that to the fullest extent. They're just going to keep growing, and they're called algae blooms for a reason. They just keep multiplying. They're single-cell organisms, and they just split and split and split and split and grow and grow and grow. So when we're collecting leaves and and beach waste in our field, composting down into the ground, not in water, we're removing about 500 pounds of phosphorus every single year. So if we do a little bit of math, that 500 pounds of phosphorus, if it stayed in the lake, could grow about 250,000 pounds of algae. That is the problem that we are trying to stop from happening in Liberty Lake. Algae blooms, they're going to happen. They have happened. Our goal is to reduce, if not eliminate, algae blooms in our water. I think most people look at this in terms of this is a way to get rid of my leaf waste, my my beach waste, but they don't think about why the sewer district is wanting people to do this. Yeah, we are, are faced with nutrient management of Liberty Lake proper, and we're also faced with nutrient management from our wastewater side of things. Liberty Lake has a phosphorus total maximum daily load, and it's a scientific calculation of what nutrient levels are healthy for the water body for beneficial uses. This is aquatic life, this is public recreation, this is aesthetics, this is general water quality. 
phosphorus historically impacted Liberty Lake in a very negative way. In uh, the 50s, 60s, 70s, horrendous whole lake algae blooms Hmm. plagued Liberty Lake. And that was largely due to residents having septic drain fields right next to the lake and their septic waste drained into the lake, polluted it with too much nutrients and caused algae blooms. So the sewer district was formed in the 70s to clean up Liberty Lake. That was the primary reason to start the sewer and water district. And part of the efforts of cleaning up the lake was figuring out where nutrients were coming from, how to deal with them, and how to get them out of the lake and keep them from getting into the lake. Do you know when did the Leaf and Beach Drop-Off Program begin? We began the Leaf and Beach Program in 1992. In that first year, it primarily was around the lake and district staff would actually go and rake people's yards. (laughs) Any idea how many people we were talking about? I think we had like five staff members. (laughs) They would rake the yards to the road and then we would take our loader and scoop up the leaves, put them in a trailer and then dump them in our field off of uh, Harvard. And I think we quickly pivoted after we realized much of the time was spent raking the yards <laughs> and less time was spent actually removing meaningful amounts of yard waste, beach waste, that type of thing. Has any changes happened in the program during the past couple of years since you've been involved? We have changed a bit. I, I started running this program in 2013. In 2020, we were forced to change due to some COVID issues. We did not want to put our staff at risk of getting sick and impacting their actual job duties of running a water and sewer system. So we decided to pivot from a pickup model to a drop-off model. Our initial idea was we're gonna open up for a couple weeks. Well, we all know uh, in the inland Northwest here in the fall winter time, you never know when you're gonna get snow. You never actually know when the leaves are gonna fall off the trees. I'm sure some of our listeners here have leaves on their trees from last year still. (laughs) I do. Uh, (laughs) So we moved to a drop-off model to accommodate for the interesting weather that we have this time of year. Let you do it when you have time to. Let you drop off your leaves and grass clippings and end-of-season garden waste in our field when it's convenient for you because it's going to snow. It's going to snow in the month of November. And we've had times where we were ready to pick up and it's snowed and it makes it for a very difficult process. Tell me a little bit about the history of this. How was the program developed in terms of volume, quantity, transition in the way you do things? You know, you don't have everybody from the staff raking people's yards anymore. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Um, in, in 1992, the population of this area was very much smaller than it is now. I don't even think the golf courses were certainly Trailhead yes. or, or Trailhead's uh, predecessor, uh, Valley View, was here. Liberty Lake has grown since since 1992. So as the years have gone on, more houses have come. More trees have been planted. And in, in 1992 when we started, the trees around the lake were probably the biggest trees around. And as you got further from the lake, the trees were fairly non-existent. So as a community grows, as trees are planted, as trees grow, more leaves are generated, more yards are present, 
more gardens are present. So as the community grows, yard waste disposal needs grow. And I know you've got some stats there about how the volume has changed from certain years. Yeah, so we used to drive around and pick up leaves, bagged leaves. Unlike some other communities around here that you put your yard waste on the curb and they come by with a loader and scrape them up and put them in dump trucks, we don't really have a lot of curbs around the lake <laughs> and, and the roads are very narrow so it's difficult to scoop them. So instead we had people bag them and we slung bags into trailers and dumped the bags in the field. In 2003 we picked up about 2,000 bags. In 2007, we picked up 6,000 bags. In 2013, we picked up over 10,000 bags. In 2018, we picked up 13,000 bags. And we're, we're talking about water wastewater operators, office staff. It was pretty much an all-hands-on-deck program for the Sewer and Water District, as well as operations staff from the city that would assist in our, our efforts as well. The project got very large very fast as growth rebounded 2012 2013 things started to pick up again and we saw a lot more residences a lot more demand for this service i would imagine we're still collecting 10,000 to 15,000 bags in our field every single year does the sewer district go around and pick up any waste anymore we do that on a limited basis. We do go and pick up if residents have needs that they don't have a vehicle to bring their leaves to our facility or are unable to physically give our office a call, give the city a call, and we'll figure out a way to get your leaves to our facility. There are a few places on the lake that are, are very steep. And in order to get the dead lake plants out of there, you really only can get it with a boat. So there are there are a few uh, shorelines on the lake that I do go with our utility pontoon boat and, and pile it up. We used to do a lot more. Imagine a pontoon boat mounted with bags as, as much as you can fit on there. Uh, we used to pick up hundreds upon hundreds of bags of lake plants with our boat. Typically, for those who need it, you do have a staff there with trucks, no longer with rakes. <laughs> no longer with rakes. We try and kind of, uh, since we've transitioned to this drop-off model, we tried to make it more of a community effort because it's, it's very time-intensive to go in and pick up all of these things from all corners of the city. So if somebody wants to uh, be part of this, what's their process? What do they need to do? Give our office a call if you want to help out your neighbors, tote some leaves to our field. We'll put you in contact with those who need help. Or if you need help, give us a call and we'll put you in contact with someone who can help you. What happens to the material after it gets dumped at the site? We have a large piece of property adjacent to our wastewater treatment plant just north of True Legends and the Harbor Roundabout. And we pile them up and let them compost down. And every year or two, we go and flip the pile and it composts down to nice, rich dirt. It stays at the site? It stays at the site. Anything done with the compost? We haven't yet. It composts down pretty fast, so the volume is not huge. But I would imagine uh, after 31 years of dumping leaves in this one spot, there's quite a bit of compost there. Who is this available for? Let's say I live in Coeur d'Alene and I hear, hey, they're letting people dump off leaves. Um, who is this open for? Yeah, No, this, this is only for <laughs> City of Liberty Lake residents and Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District customers. Those boundaries don't overlap 100%. But if you're in either of those categories, bring them over. If you're a contractor, if you're a landscaper, 
this program is not for you. This is for residential use only, not commercial. Do you check for IDs or anything like that for residents? Uh, We do patrol the site while it's open. So if there obviously is some odd things going on or if you have Idaho license plates, we're going to likely question you. (laughs) (laughs) How often does that happen where you have non-residents coming? I've caught a few, but we try and keep the messaging pretty targeted to the city uh, residents and our customers. I don't go to the news or anything like (laughs) this to say, hey, this program is open because we all know what would happen. Everyone around here, Otis Orchards, sorry, Coeur d'Alene, sorry, Post Falls, sorry. You have to find alternative ways to dispose of your yard waste. This is very well known within the community. People know about it. People actively wonder, when is this going to start? They ask this every year. Yes. It's a popular program. Yeah. I I get called at least a month prior every single year. Are you doing it? When is it starting? My leaves are starting to pile up in my yard. Yep. We're going to open the gates up in November and you can come dump away at that point. One more time. What types of products are you looking for from people? So we're looking for leaves, yard garden vegetation, pine needles, grass clippings, lake plants. Plants that come from the lake, that's our primary objective is to get plants and leaves out of the Liberty Lake watershed. You are a beneficiary of that effort. And no big tree stumps, those will not compost? No, we we want things that compost. We don't want to fill our leaf pile with sticks yeah no rocks rocks won't compost no no root balls no root beer no root nouns no yeah no (laughs) no styrofoam none of none of that stuff and once again the location location is at our wastewater treatment facility off of harvard 2218 north harvard road there'll be signs the access to our field is off of indiana going to be plenty of signs there go down indiana to the east our field is open Follow the signs and dump your leaves. Seven days a week. For the entirety of the month, the the field will be open. Dawn to dusk, drop off. Veterans Day, Thanksgiving. Yep, all of them. All right. All of them. There you have it, all you tree and beach plant life owners. Everything you need to know about this year's drop-off program that is made available from your local sewer and water district. Here is Summer Darrow again with the answer to your Know Your Liberty Lake trivia question. What anniversary has the Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District been celebrating during 2023? Well, if you were listening closely, Jeremy Jenkins already indicated the answer to that a few minutes ago. Residents voted and elected commissioners to represent a special purpose water district in 1973. That now makes the Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District 50 years old. A big leaf bag full of thanks again to Jeremy Jenkins for providing all those details about this year's drop-off program from the Liberty Lake Sewer and Water District. And if you're heading out later to do some more raking around your property, maybe bring along a listening device and plug us in again to listen to another installment of the Liberty Lake Deep Dive.